is having legal battles in many states, trying to do the best he can to cling on to power. But reality is a hard thing to avoid. You're listening to Politics Politics, and this is the week of 11-8-2020. This is Politics Schmolitics. Politics always. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode. And so we're going to start with how we usually do and it's how the week began. So at the beginning of the week, we experienced Supreme Court entertainment. And so basically the Trump campaign and Trump, he had vowed to get rid of Obamacare. Uh, also known as the Affordable Care Act. And basically what the Affordable Care Act is, is it was designed to reduce the cost of health care. And so it, it's really helpful for the many people who rely on it. And you need to qualify to the criteria that it has. And so Trump has really wanted to get rid of it. And it's really pointless. Why would you get rid of it? I mean, you can choose if you want it or not, but I don't know. He's just a weird person. And Chief Justice John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh, they mostly made it so that they were talking about how it wouldn't fully go away, like the vast majority of it would stay. That's a really good thing. And it was the first failure of Trump in this week, and he had many, many failures. Before I start this story, I want to ask you guys a question. Imagine Hulk asked you to some martial arts sort of like fight. So Taekwondo, or maybe you wanted to box you or like one game of any sort of thing. And he said that you could pull out if you wanted to, but you didn't pull out and you came to the fight. Just imagine that. And unless you're the Hulk's equivalent, you're probably going to lose, and most indefinitely going to lose. That's basically what Trump is doing with these legal battles. He's going to lose, but he's still doing them to get more influence because he knows he's done for, but he's going to try to make that last bit of mark. And even, even if they do come successful, he still won't get enough votes because he's been denied in so many states already. On Friday, on Friday alone, he lost 10 entire cases. And so even with the remaining chances he has, there's no possible way for him to win. But he's still he's still appointed Rudy Giuliani to take on the fight and to, you know, sort of lead his legal challenge. And so the main reason they're losing is lack of evidence. Even their witnesses don't have enough evidence and your witnesses are supposed to be your main source of evidence. And so that that can tell you a lot about how their fight is going. And so what what they're fighting against is that imagine, you know, so let's say you you don't want to go and vote in person. And so you take a mail-in ballot and it's postmarked by election day. You know, it's supposed to reach there at the same time. But you know how mailing services are having 
trouble in these times. So it doesn't reach at the same time, but there's clear evidence that it was posted at that time. And yeah, and it comes in. But let's say because of challenges, it comes in later than Election Day. The Trump campaign, they want to absolutely like take out all of these votes. And the thing is, Trump's got so many votes from mail-in ballots already, like I talked about last week, right? Above 20 million. And yet he still wants to invalidate all of these. So it's also going to hurt him a lot, too. And it's just, if it was, if there was clear evidence that it was postmarked by election day, then there's no reason to outlaw it. But the Trump, the legal fight is literally on that thing, on that same reason. And it's just so pointless. And what the Trump campaign doesn't understand is that they keep on saying like 16,000 dead people voted in Michigan. But the thing is, people can have the same name. I'm Maybe, you know, I'm not sure if you've actually met anybody with the exact same name as you, but like, let's say there's a father and then there's a son and the son can be the junior, you know, like people have the same name. But Trump still thinks that these are illegal votes, as he calls them. And it's just a really pointless fight. And yeah, he's losing. He's definitely losing to the Hulk. So the Republican Party experienced many failures this week. But why did they have to make Biden suffer for it? The Trump administration blocked all the letters that Biden should have got, and they're still at the state capitol. And, you know, it's not like this is a common thing that, you know, everyone does when they're switching. It's, it's like super uncommon. But at the same time, this is the common sort of thing you'd expect from the Republican Party at this moment. And so world leaders wrote these letters to congratulate Biden and Kamala Harris for their victory, but it's not getting to them. And now they're realizing that and they're trying to get another way to get their letters to them. And that's just so crazy. And, you know, Mike Pompeo made such a cheeky comment. He, he was asked if there would be a smooth transition to the next term. And he said, yeah, there would be a smooth transition into another Trump term. And the Republican Party isn't accepting reality. But as I said at the beginning, it's extremely hard to hide from reality. And eventually it hits everyone. Eventually. I wanted to end it on a happier note, as maybe the first two stories weren't too happy. But this should, and definitely, if you already haven't heard about it, will put a smile on your face. So, Pfizer has a vaccine, which they claim is 90% effective to battle COVID-19. This is pretty amazing. And it's lucky that we got stuck with COVID-19 and not other viruses, which 
mutate quicker, you know? With the COVID-19, we got the opportunity to create a vaccine and not have to change it every so quick because it doesn't mutate as fast as other viruses. And so now that we have that good bit of news, and if the FDA manages to approve it, and if they do approve it, 20 million doses should be given to frontline workers and high-risk populations and people who have been infected or hospitalized by the virus. And, you know, all, all of the other people will get it by April, so the rest of us will get it by April, yeah. And it's really great news because finally we can get back to what we were used to. But, you know, the world will never really be the same. You know, people still don't think that after the virus we'll shake hands, which, I mean, I could get used to. I never really enjoyed shaking hands. All right. And so let's get to the politics part of this. So um, when this came out, Andrew Cuomo said that, you know, he trusted the doctors, he trusted Pfizer, he trusted everyone, but he wanted to test it out, you know, and he's a panel of doctors. And so they'll test it out and he'll get results which he can rely on because, you know, Trump, lies a lot and we've experienced that in the three episodes before this one and a lot in this episode and lately he's been lying because he's been on a twitter rampage and he's tweeting every hour or so on news articles that say the election was rigged on he's retweeting posts that his supporters made on supporting him and he's just tweeting that the election was stolen for him and you know so many conspiracy theories and he lies so much and Cuomo just said that he wanted to try it out, and he has every right to say that. But the president, (laughs) when he addressed everyone, he said that New York would get it last as where the governor needed it authorized, and then it'd be sent to them. But, you know, the governor responded, you know, Trump won't be here when it's April, so it wouldn't really matter. (laughs) And it's just something Trump said. You know, and I hopefully that's a happier note to end on. The Senate is mostly under Republican control. They've already got to the halfway mark with 50 seats. Uh, Democrats have 48. And it's probably going to be decided with the special runoff races held in Georgia in January. And so that's probably going to decide the Senate. House Democrats have. And that is pretty much the week in politics. Now, just wait for like 30 seconds and I'm going to tell you something new. I'm trying out. Um, So I'm going to start a mailing list via MailChimp. And what it's going to be is whenever I release a new episode, it gives you a notification with the website's link and it just gives you an email, you know, saying that, oh, a new episodes came out. And I do this because sometimes I don't have a particularly set time for when I release my episodes because sometimes something really cool happens the second I'm about to post it. And then I need to add that in. And I just need to incorporate a lot of factors into trying to get the best episode out. And so just so you don't have to like constantly check the website, it'll give you an automatic notification. Uh, it will not spam you at all. We won't spam you. And 
to sign up, all you need to do is go to the website, my website, and there will be um it it says to give me feedback, send an email to politicsmaltics twenty twenty gmail dot com. And so if you can control copy that email, send me an email and in that email just say like hey um and give me the email you want. Like, give me the email that you want to incorporate into the mailing list. And then, um, yeah, you can also use that email to give me feedback. And, yeah, that that's the new thing I'm trying out. And so, whether you're going to be following the Masters this week or watching the PSL, wish you a good week. Happy Diwali to those of you who celebrate it. And this was, why is this still happening? Week of 11, 8, 2020. And thank you for listening.